You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshi on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com. Take 
Listening to African Perspectives, where we view the issues of our day from an African worldview and African centered perspective. This program is unapologetically African. It is a custom in the African tradition to ask elders for permission to speak, having been granted permission to our ancestors whose shoulders we stand on, to our elders whose shadows we walk in. I greet you, my dear brothers and sisters. In the language of one of the greatest civilizations on this planet, it gave the world the basic disciplines of knowledge of science, math, architecture, music, writing, law, religion, you name it, we did it. The Greeks called it Egypt, but they called themselves Kemet, and Kemet means land of the blacks. I greet you all in the Kemetic language, the word of peace, Hotep. It is truly an honor and a privilege to pour libation because we truly do stand on the shoulders of those who came before us. We're going to use water because water has no enemies. Water is the great cleanser, the great purifier. Everything on the planet that lives, it needs water from a tiny microscopic organism to a tall redwood tree. We pour water into the earth to invoke the spirits of our ancestors and we say the word ashe, which simply means so be it. So we pour this libation to God for all that God has done and for all that God will do. We sashay. We pour this libation to Mother Africa, birthplace of all humanity, everyone who has lived, everyone who will live in the future. We all have a common ancestral root in Africa. We pour this libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. I mentioned Kemet in the opening. Kemet was the height, the apex, the zenith of African high culture. But there were others as well, as Tymeri, Punt, and Nubia. So we poured us libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. We say, Ashe. 
We poured us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa, of Ghana, Mali, Zangai, Benin, Great Zimbabwe. Civilizations that were flourishing and growing while Europe was in a medieval or dark age. The University of Sankare at Timbuktu, an outstanding educational institution. So we poured us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa. We say, Ashe. We poured us libation to the Ma'afa, the Holocaust of our enslavement, the Infakani, the great tragedy, uprooted out of Africa. Our brothers and sisters lay a carpet along the Atlantic Ocean. We're in North America, South America, Central America, and throughout the diaspora. So we poured us libation to our brothers and sisters who suffered the Ma'afa, the Infakani, the Holocaust of our enslavement, the great tragedy. We poured us libation in their honor and in their memory. We do not know their names, but because of them and their sacrifice, we are here. So we sashay. We poured us libation to those who fought against enslavement. If you ever heard me do a libation, you will know that we were not slaves. I repeat, we were not slaves. We were captives. What does a captive want to do? Get free. So we poured us libation to all those men and women who fought against enslavement. In fact, I maintain that some of us are more of a slave today than we were in our initial captivity because some of us are a slave to vice, to corruption, to drugs, sex, and violence. So we poured us libation to those who fought against enslavement. Gabriel Prosser, Nat Turner, Denmark Vesey, Harriet Tutman. We always resisted. And we will always resist. So we poured us libation in the name and the honor of those men and women who fought against our captivity. We poured us libation to those unborn, those young men and women who will once again lead us back on the stage of human history as a free and proud and productive people. We sashay. We poured us libation to brotherhood and sisterhood together for the union of of family. We need each other. We don't have good family life. There's a saying, conditions shape conduct and consciousness. The conditions in our community are bad. The conduct towards each other is not good. Because why? We lack consciousness. And consciousness is more than just awareness. Consciousness is a deeper understanding of who you are historically, who you are culturally. So once we begin to understand the importance of brotherhood and sisterhood together for the union of family. Brothers and sisters, let us all say, Ashe, Ashe. You are listening to Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at timeforanawakening.com. Good. Morning, African world. You are listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. And I am your host, Baba Oshi. Hotel family, hope you are well today. Hope you're going to get, hope you're going to have a great weekend and I hope you're going to get a chance to do all the things you want to do, must do, can do, then will do. Yes, that's right. Will do. And hope the weather will be accommodating for you to do it. But of course, if it is not, depending upon where you are in this 
United Snakes or anywhere in the world. The weather is just tripping everywhere. But if it has to get done, it must be done, and then you will, there that word is again, will get it done. You're listening to African Perspectives. We're here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., 10 to 12 Central, 9 to 11 Mountain or 8 to 10 Pacific, or any other time around the world. But if you cannot listen to this program live, you can go to our archives at timeforanawakening.com. At the top of the page, you'll see podcast. Click on that. The drop down, you'll see African Perspectives. Click on that, and there will be programs that are dated and titled and updated programs, I might add, because of my good brother and friend, Brother Kwaku, is on the case. That's right. Can't say enough. Other programming we have here on Time for an Awakening Media. Once again, this program is every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. On Tuesdays, Black Reality Think Tank with Dr. William Rogers. Every Tuesday, Black Reality Think Tank with Dr. William Rogers from 8 to 10 if it's Friday and it's 8 p.m., it's time for an awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard. That's right, tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Time for an awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard. Saturdays from 7 to 9, the Sankofa Elders Council. And then on Sunday, once again at 7 p.m., it's time for an awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard. And the number to call is 215-490-9832. 215-490-9832. Also, if you want the programs... Uh, you don't have to just go time for awakening. You can do the shortcut. Go to babaoshi.net. Any uh, uh, internet, what you use for your server, that'd be Google or Firefox or whatever, go there and put in babaoshi.net. And there, once again, will be programs that are dated and titled for your listening and informational pleasure. Because this is information. I don't think I entertain. I may say something foolish or something I think is funny. But uh, we're dead serious about our liberation, our self-determination, our you know, our sovereignty. We're very dead serious about that because it, it is our very existence is at stake. So we don't really play around with that. We don't joke. You know, we may tell some funny things, some jokes. But I mean, this program, that's right. It's un- this program <laughs> is unapologetically African. Unapologetically African. We Buy Black. We Buy Black, the largest online marketplace for American African-owned businesses is webuyblack.com. Get everything you need from American African-owned businesses from webuyblack.com. And I've seen a commercial, as I said the other day, or heard a commercial for webuyblack.com on the local radio station here. And uh, the one that gives you the news and uh, they continue to move forward. I, you know, I don't know what it's going to take, you know, I, but people should have been putting some money into that. You can afford to, uh, I believe, most of us, particularly here in the Atlanta area, to put in whatever. And and if there was a say, we're going to do this within this month. We're we're going to raise this amount of money this month. You know, maybe they should have did it last month doing Black August as a sign of, you know, 
cooperative economics. Maybe they just need to do it around holiday. Yeah. For Kwanzaa. On that day. Cooperative economics. On that day. You know, on the fourth day of Kwanzaa. A serious push. Nation, well, you know, man. Every, but, but it's going to benefit the nation because why? If it happens here in Atlanta, it'll happen in Dallas. It'll happen in Chicago. It'll happen in Philly, New York. My, wherever we are has a group of people. We can make it happen. And then, well, let me move on. <laughs> let me move on. <laughs> African for the Africans dot <laughs> org. Brother Wamani Tayhimba. He's been helping our people get to the motherland for a trip of a lifetime and his and his website is always being updated with the pictures and everything else. So when you go to Africa for the Africans dot org, it 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 changes. And these are the upcoming tours. Uh the next one is November. November 17th through the 28th for $4,000, Tanzania. I know some people pronounce it Tanzania, you know, but no, they pronounce it Tanzania. If they pronounce it Tanzania, I pronounce it. If that's how, if Africans pronounce it that way, I don't want to pronounce shit the way Europeans pronounce any damn thing that is African. Okay, let's move on. Ghana, December 24th, the January 5th, 2023, $4,000. Senegal and Gambia, April 30th to April 10th, 2023, $3,800. My good friend Irv Lewis is going on that trip. Yeah, I'm excited for him and, and this lady. I'm very excited for both of them going to Senegal and Gambia. May 24th to June 5th, 2023, $4,000. Ghana, Liberia, July 20th through the 29th. 2023, $3,800 going to Liberia. November 16th through the 27th. Sounds familiar? Yeah, because it's November 17th through the 28th. This is November 16th through the 27th, 2023 to Tanzania, $4,000. December 24th to January 4th, 2024, $4,200. South Africa, and then this is one just added March 29th to April 9th, 2024, $4,000 Rwanda. Everything you need is on the website, African for the Africans.org, all the requirements, all the paperwork, everything you need. And even if you're not going, you just say you're going to a different country or at a different time. All that information is there to assist you. Okay. Or give brother, Bomani Tahimba call at 404-931-9429, 404-931-9429, Africa for the Africans. If you want to see pictures of previous tours, go to facebook.com forward slash Bomani. If you want to see videos of previous tours, go to youtube.com forward slash Bomani 2007-2007. That's right. We're going to make this happen for you. Africa for the Africans.org. Habasha. Habasha Incorporated.org. Helping Africa by establishing schools at home on the continent and abroad in the diaspora. That's what they do. That's what these brothers and sisters do. 
And, um, of course, they got the Kashi Project. The programs they have is Habasha Works. All these are sustainable agricultural programs. Black to our roots, sustainable seeds, golden growers, and the urban green jobs. Habasha Works. And, of course, the Kashi Project. And that will be happening in Ghana. In Ghana. Uh, this this year, brothers and sisters. This year. It will take place this year. The Kashi Project. And then just little, read a little bit more about the Kashi Project. It is, um, man, it looks beautiful. Man, go to Habashah. Go to the website, habashahcorporated.org. Click on the um, Kashi piece, on the, you know, and grand opening of the Kweku Adu Sustainable Institute, Kashi. Kweku Adu Sustainability Institute. That's going to be October 15th, 2022. You know? Saturday, October 15th, 2022, Ghana time, 9 a.m. to 5, located um, at the Tagbo Falls. This call Falls, may be recorded or transcribed. At Tagbo Falls, uh, in the Volta region, that's east, that's in the east. And, um, I mean, it's just beautiful, man. I'm telling you. I'm just sometimes when things like this happen, I'm just so proud. Save the date, October 15, 2022, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. The cost, you know, and you can uh, you can get there. You know, they have a program for you and airline and the whole bit and place to stay. You stay right there on the institute. They have these beautiful chalets. You, I mean, it's just fantastic the way it looks, the way it's laid out. Uh, please, brothers and sisters, go to Africa, excuse me, go to habashahincorporated.org and then you click on the Akashi Project and you see for yourself. They've done it. I mean, it, they just didn't, they just weren't talking about it. They were being about it. It is with pleasure and pride that we invite you to the grand opening of Kweko Adu Sustainability Institute Akashi Project in the Volta region of Ghana on October 15th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Kashi is a Pan-African hub nestled in the Volta region designed to preserve and employ knowledge as it pertains to the pillars of our existence, holistic healing, organic farming, renewable energy, environmentally com- compatible housing, and the arts. Kashi located on the five of the, of the most pristine acres at the base of Mount Afudada. I don't can pronounce it. Surrounded by more mountains on three sides and a stream flowing directly from the Togo Bay waterfalls passing through our land. Included in the grand opening will be workshops in the following areas. Solar technology, indigenous agriculture, bamboo construction and crafts, echo buildings, medical herbs, and more. Join us for this historic occasion. We will have transportation leaving Accra with pickup routes on the way to the Volta region. The cost is $40 U.S., which is like 400 uh, CDs, Canadian CDs, $40 U.S., which includes transportation to and from Kashi to Blant to plant-based meals as well as participation in our workshops. We are looking forward to seeing you there. Now, 
there is information as it relates to uh, the travel to get there. Boy, this looks so beautiful. Amen. Please, brothers and sisters, go to habashahincorporated.org. Click on Nakashi and look for yourself. Man, beautiful family. Beautiful. The LEDGE program. LEDGE stands for the Environmental Development Group Economics. LEDGE. The LEDGE program. Yeah, Brother Peter Brown. I keep saying it. I got to skip my call, y'all. I'm going to do it because, you know, we need to hear from Brother Peter Brown and what he's been doing with the LEDGE program. And, of course, LEDGE deals in the four areas of human existence for our people. Food, water, clothing, and shelter. Food, water, clothing, and shelter. LEDGE. They're in 12 they have 12 projects in six countries, over 170 employed globally, and over 260 members. Be a member of the LEDGE group. LEDGE, Land for the Environmental Development for Group Economics. And Abibiatumi. A-B-I-B-I-T-U-M-I, Abibiatumi.com. Brothers and sisters, go to Abibiatumi.com. And make it one of your favorite places to go to. Abibiatumi.com They have all kinds of stuff. They have news feeds, workshops, groups, uh, forums, members, events, shop. There's stuff to buy. Abibiatumi.com Smile Pharmacy. Smile Pharmacy. Contact Brother Jabril. Give him a call at 731 327-6229 that's 731-327-6229 Smye Pharmacy brothers and sisters if you want to contact him by email smyepharmacy at gmail s-m-a-i f-a-r-m m-a-c-y at gmail.com that's s-m-a-i f-a-r-m a-c-y at gmail.com Smye Pharmacy brothers if you and sisters, brothers and sisters, if you are tired of the prescription drugs and so forth, he can put you on a good program. Especially, I'm not saying for you who are in a serious situation from a health standpoint, but you are marginal. You know, maybe you've got diabetes. You can get off diabetes. You don't have to be diabetic. Maybe you have some other ailments that, you know, you don't need to take those hard drugs. You can get on a holistic plan and your health will be much better. And you will live much longer. Yeah, Smile Pharmacy. Smile Pharmacy. Brother Moses West. I talked to him and a representative of Brother Moses West, Brother Apollo, uh, the other day. And they're going to Mississippi. You know, yes, they need immediate water right now. They have a number of the uh, Army the reserves are there to help give citizens, particularly in the Jackson, Mississippi area, and um, uh, Quick uh, Chakwe Lumumba's son, Chakwe Lumumba, he is the mayor of of Jackson, Mississippi, and uh, they're doing all that they can. Kwaku, my good brother Kwaku, contacted them, and and Deion Sanders, the head football coach at Jackson State and informed them about 
um, Brother Moses West, MosesWestFoundation.org. And um, they're going to come there with a machine and many more machines. Because he has machines from smaller size to, man, a big size, you know, (laughs) a very large size that can provide water for literally tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands. And the deal with the water machine, it produces water 24-7. And it is uh, operated by solar energy. So it's independent. You don't need electricity. You know, you don't need a hookup or anything. You don't need a generator or anything. It does it itself. This thing is self-contained. Put it in the environment that you want, and it sucks up the water vapor that's in the air does this thing purification and so forth and bam you got drinking water it's just that simple it's just that simple and and so his machine uh others have broken down he has been on it he he has patents there's some mechanisms within his machine that have been patented i mean this brother's on moses west contact Go online to MosesWestFoundation.org. And um, as I was talking to Brother Paula, what we want to do is have a certain section on the website. And there is one for uh, donations for uh, Mississippi. And we want to put one for donations for Africa. Atmospheric water generators. That's what it is. An atmospheric water generator. It takes the the droplets out of the atmosphere, and uh, now you have water. Now you have water continuously. You need I can't remember, I don't know what they call it a hippo or what do they call that container, big plastic container that you pour li- put liquid in, but you fill that up, move that to an area where people can get water from that, fill another one up, move that to another area where you can get water. You know. It can it makes water twenty four seven, you know. It makes water twenty four seven. Yeah, our foundation delivers and employs water generators when they, when and where they are needed most to assist with recovery efforts. Local uh, support local populations. The first response uh, during a critical periods of water shortages, contamination, depletion, and loss of local water supplies, and that is what is happening in Mississippi. And he showed people uh, loading up uh, water jugs and so forth. Man, I'm telling you, this brother is on. He's on. So, and I know the bottle water, the water bottlers, you know, and, and you know they they got profits to make. I mean, his machine is and what it does is 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 expensive, eighty nine thousand. $89,000. That's for one that, you know, can generate water for tens of thousands. He can make a, a huge machine for hundreds of thousands of dollars. The world's most technologically advanced industrial atmospheric water generator. Atmospheric water generator. So, Brother Moses West. Other
Wadada's Healthy Marketing Juice Bar. Wadada is down the street from where I live here in, in the Atlanta area. I live here in the city of Atlanta on Cascade and right down the street where Cascade turns or actually comes right into Ralph David Abernathy because Abernathy turns to the north and it goes past and ends where MLK is. That's right. But um, Abernathy 878 Ralph David Abernathy is what Dada's healthy marketing juice bar with delicious smoothies, fruit drinks, pastries, all kind of good stuff. They even have vegan food tomorrow and Sunday, Saturday and Sunday, vegan dishes they have for sale at Wadada's Healthy Marketing Juice Bar. Wadada's is right across the street from the Soul Vegetarian Restaurant, up the street from the Shrine of the Black Madonna. And the Shrine of the Black Madonna is now open on weekends, uh, Friday and uh, Saturday from 1 to 7 on Sunday, 1 to 3. And uh, you must believe they got everything for sale there, man. <laughs> Clothing, furniture, books, and of course the red, black, and green shoes. and Man. Right there at the shrine. The Medu Bookstore. The Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall. Mama Nia. Uh, she's ha- having um, presentations. She has the area downstairs from where the bookstore is. And, you know, so you have to clap in the bookstore. You can just go right downstairs and sh- there it is. That's chairs and a microphone and a whole bit. And I plan to do a presentation there, my African Senate presentation on ancient Kemet, real soon. And give Mama Nia a call at 404-346-3263. That's 404-346-3263. She has the finest selections of books, postcards, greeting cards, T-shirts, figurines, all kind of good stuff. At the Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall. Another bookstore we promote is the Black Dot Cultural Center Bookstore and Coffee Bar located in Lithonia, I-20 East, going towards Augusta and... um, uh, you get off there for the Black Dot Cultural Center Bookstore and Coffee Bar. My good friend Kazim Diajamu, give him a call at 770-305-6373. That's 770-305-6373. That's the Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore and Coffee Bar in Lithonia. Brothers and sisters, there is light in the Black Dot. And also in Stonecrest, which is a little town now east of Lithonia, just east. And in fact, the next exit off of I-20 is Turner Hill Road. You make a right on Turner Hill Road and then through your lights, you make another right and there will be the new Black Wall Street Market located on the left. The new Black Wall Street Market. Us lifting us to economic development cooperative for our people in the spirit of Ujamaa. Us lifting us uh, their Thursday night radio broadcast on blogtalkradio.com, blogtalkradio.com forward slash U-L-U. The name of the program is Dare to Win. It's every Thursday night from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. And you can call to listen or give your questions, comments, or concerns by dialing 929-477-2789. That's 929-477-2789. Us lifting us. Also, to me, get this one in before I go to Brother Abijah, is Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness. My good brother Yusuf Muhammad's program, it's been going on for years, about as long as I've been on. And it's every uh, Friday from 4 to 6 on Blog Talk Radio. Every Friday from 4 to 6 
I'm Blog Talk Radio. That's a, a disaster awareness for community preparedness. Give him a call at 563-999-3089. That's 563-999-3089 from 4 to 6, Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness. Homeland Village Cultural Center and Workshop in uh, Macon, Georgia, and 2910 Napier Avenue in Macon, Georgia. Brother's got it all. He's got books. He's got furniture. He's got clothing. He's got oils, incense, CDs, DVDs, jewelry. Man, I could go on. He even has a vegan restaurant in the property. That's right. Has many programs that he has ongoing each day and during the week. Give Brother Bija a call at 478-256-1166. That's 478-256-1166. Homeland Village and Cultural Gift Shop in Macon, Georgia. Sun Goddess Sense. Sun Goddess Sense, your one-stop yet. Excuse me. <laughs> Sun got Essential, one-stop natural shop located 4140 Jonesboro Road in Forest Park, Georgia. Inside the International Discount Mall, booth 225, call my sister Shelly Amonset at 404-434-7963. That's 404-434-7963. Sun got Essential, one-stop natural shop located in the International Discount Mall, booth 225. Sanjay Dash Haiti. doing the great work, Sister Gabby, doing the great work in the northeastern portion of the island of Haiti, up in those hills. Go check out the website, Sanjay, S O N J E Dash Haiti, A Y I T I dot org. Sanjay Dash Haiti dot org. I know they have a Warriors Man Day program. I don't have that information. I'm going to get it. But uh, Baba Baruti, Mama Ya Baruti, Warriors Day program here in September coming up. So I'll make you aware of that. Definitely can check it out. But in the meantime, in between time, you can make a check and money order out to Akaban Institute. You can send it to P.O. Box 10786. Atlanta, Georgia, 30310. You can use PayPal or you can use Cash App. Use Cash App, dollar sign, Yah, Y-A-A, the letter M, Baruti, B-A-R-U-T-I, to make your donations. Also, two brothers and sisters, if you want to check out the books that um, that they have, because, you know, Baba Baruti is a prolific writer. I've been going, reading the Inye Sesim in a minute. You know, go to Akaban House. Akabenhouse.com. Go to Akabenhouse.com to check out the books. All right. All right, brothers and sisters, the Inye Sesim of Daily Revolutionary Thought. September 1st. The social biological eugenics movement demands the immediate attention of African scholars if the race is to survive and liberate itself. Eva Carruthers. Genocide, the permanent killing off of a people's genetic line, must be defined in the context of war. War is inherent in any attempt to erase a people from memory. Genocide globally follows the Urugu, the Urugu or the European Asili. It is simply the operational framework 
through which they operate to win war, which for them is to completely destroy another people. Mass destruction guarantees the obliteration of a group's cultural base because to commit historicide against a people or destroy their sense of self and consciousness, the existence causes them to willfully facilitate their own genocide. Europeans are fully cognizant that their racial insecurities have firmly placed them on, a, on the global offensive. They have no hesitation in taking whatever steps are required to make them, in their mind's eye, supreme gods in this reality. Affirm, I acknowledge genocide has war. Affirm, I acknowledge genocide has war. And I know what I just read. There's so many of us who don't believe this. Who don't believe this. But all the evidence is there for you to see. Pathetic. Pathetic, sad, and true, I know. Yeah. So. September 2nd. Our ancestors are the compass. Our deities help clear the way. Our direction is left foot forward. Fanny Toya. It is so very sad that so many can only see humility as fake. As time has passed in our submersion into Yurugu's spiritual death zone, humility, the the unpretentious thought, word, and behavior which prioritizes others over self without losing self, of wholly seeing oneself as a messenger, a worker, serving a higher political cause for a people, but without the need to be seen. Because suspect, no matter where it is found, becomes suspect. Although it it is sometimes what Shema'at tells us is a deep, reasonable, timeless, to be expected and highly prized African value. In Yoruba's reality, humility can only be seen as a pretense to gain notoriety and or sympathy from others. As a direct result of our judgments of others having become corrupted against the human possibility, we no longer believe in genuine personal honesty and benevolence without it being an ulterior calculation. Left foot forward is not simply a dormant, catchy slogan unearthed to give egos an historical source. It carries deep meaning for the development of a humble direction for character related to one's work in serving and deserving others. Unknown to those who do not know and who do not know it has a naturally occurring state of mind, humility has its own rewards. The most important of these is simply knowing that you are doing the right thing in assisting those in need of your talents. However, as warriors, we know that humility must be as a political as other qualities of our character. It must be guided by a clear definition of friend and foe so that we will know where and with whom to apply our genius and our generosity. Affirm, I follow the path of that wisdom which is African. 
affirm I follow the path of that wisdom which is African. Yes. September 3rd. Leadership and security are basically incompatible. Leadership and security are basically incompatible. Kwame Ture and Charles Hamilton. Leadership requires knowledge and consciousness and knowledge and consciousness by default requires action. Knowledge for Africans in this anti-African reality is basically consciousness of others, fear and hatred disguised as superiority. It is awareness that we are not and should not and should have no desire to be there. Let me read this again, y'all. This, it is an awareness that we are not and should have no desire to be their family. We are not in this, we're not in this all together. We are in this all together as Africans, but we're not in this all together as a humanity because humanity has been corrupted. Therefore, for Africans to truly be knowledgeable is for us to know that there can be no security for us in another person's house. Therefore, for Africans to truly to truly be knowledgeable, it is for us to know that there can be no security for us in another's house, especially in another's house who want to kill us. Although built with death, domination, and destruction, that's what they do. That, that's Dr. Leonard Jeffries, this is who they are. They perpetuate death, domination, and destruction. Although built with death, domination, and destruction, it is their house, not ours. We have, what we have in their house, in the end, is owned and controlled by them. What we have in their house, in the end, is owned and controlled by, I don't give a damn what it is, what we do. If we're in their environment, if we're in their society, it is theirs, not ours. We are simply unwanted guests, no matter how formidably indispensable, who have been allowed to accumulate various amounts of trivia and trinkets in order to help facilitate their further empowerment over us and keep us from recognizing their oppression of us. Security requires us to have our own house, our own nation, fully empowered to pursue and define our interests. However, at this moment, if we are to be true leaders among African people, we must relinquish the idea that we can become secure enough in the house of our enemy to speak our minds and to fully act on those thoughts. For each, for any such thoughts will naturally reverse our permanently disposed position in this social order. It is only logical that there is no security for revolutionaries in the house of those they seek to remove from power over them. No destroyer willfully embraces his or her her own destruction. No destroyer, and that's who they are, will they willfully embrace his or her own destruction. No, they will not. Affirm, I seek no security in this reality. I work to liberate myself from it. 
Ashe, 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 ho. Affirm, I seek no security in this reality. I work to liberate myself and my people from it. The Inye say sim, brothers and sisters, of daily revolutionary thought. The Inye say sim. <sighs> it's Friday. TGIF. <laughs> it's Friday. It's going to be a good weekend. Of course, this is uh, Labor Day weekend. So many people will be off Monday. Some people may be in off today. So they can have a longer weekend. They maybe have plans to travel, see family, friends, and so forth. You know. And uh, so, so that's good. And of course, I'll be here on Monday. And so I hope you can be able to join me. My plan is to talk about the final call. The brothers and sisters, well, the brothers, I've never seen no sisters out selling the final call or sisters out selling fruit or bean pies. It's always the brothers. So the brothers are out there in various locations and and here in Atlanta, when I pass by a lot, is is in Camp Creek area. The Camp Creek area, and, and and what's funny, whether it's here or Milwaukee or wherever, I know there's um, the Final Call newspaper, and and of course, you know I, I love the Final Call newspaper. In fact, at 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 EDI Executive Development Institute in New Orleans, you know I defended it. I defended the EDI. In fact, that was before uh, Katrina. That was before Katrina. They had um, some Caucasian from the um, what's that Morris D. Southern Poverty Law Center. You know, to me, you got to know your audience. You know, he came in. He was saying some stuff about Farrakhan. I didn't say nothing. And some other people here, you know, in terms of uh, subversive groups. Now, you can't be lumping us into the thing uh, with the Klan and so. But of course, he was. And then he said something about the final call, which, of course, I've been a, a supporter of the final call and continue to be a supporter. I was a subscriber. I had, have a, I had a subscription of the final call for, for many years, even when I moved here to Atlanta. You know, but I'm like many of you who get the final call from brothers and sisters, from brothers on the corners, you know, pushing the final call. But in the last few years, you know, because I know they don't sell all the papers out, but they've been selling whole papers. <laughs> and uh, especially at the current paper price of $2, you know. Obviously, man, when the price was $1, that was always a good one because, you know, you can find a dollar here and there, but sometimes you, oh, I got a dollar and got a one, and I don't want to bust a five, I don't want to bust a ten. So, oh my God, you know. So a dollar. But, so they were selling older papers and I, in fact I got a little perturbed about it so I kind of so I went back up to the corner where I was and the brother was there I said my brother you know this uh, is an old paper oh my brother I'm so sorry I mean I mean, you, you could have gave me the option I don't have the most current I have this older paper you know you can you know or be better yet sell it to me for a dollar you know so yeah 
Sell it to me for a dollar, man. Shoot. Like I said, I, I do. I, I appreciate the, the information out of the final call. That's why I defended it and will continue to defend it because it's not just information from the Nation of Islam. It's information about African people on, on a local level, nationwide, and globally. There's many different authors. In fact, uh, I remember one was this Caucasian named Phil Laledo who, who put articles in the final call. Uh, I'm not sure where he is now, but I know uh, at that time that was at the beginning of this, you know, 2000, maybe even in, in, in the uh, in the 90s, and um, uh, very good, thought-provoking articles, you know. And and there and there are others, you know, and of course, the uh, final call is information about all the things that are happening to us. So I. So, so for four dollars, I got three newspapers. One that the most current for two dollars, and a dollar piece for the other two, and that's cool. I ain't, I ain't got no problem with that. I sure don't. You know, I ain't got no problem with that. In fact, they said the final call among the winners at the 2021 press conference awards. So last year, the press conference, the newspaper. You know, and and I know they come out of Chicago. In fact, I visited the, um, which is right by the Salam restaurant, which of course is not happening. Man, I remember when the Salam opened; it was beautiful, beautiful. The, you know, the restaurant itself, and next, you know, right connected to it was the uh, pastry, the del- and pastry shop, Don Tessin, and man, delicious desserts and delicious meals. They had a banquet hall upstairs. I ne- I've been in upstairs, but I've never been to a banquet upstairs. You know, I've been I've looked been up and down the, the building. You know, because when I would go to Chicago, at that time I would get to the South Side, Halstead, and um, go to the have me a meal. You know, wow. And, and you know, you would think there's enough Nation of Islam Muslims in the city of Chicago and other sympathizers, those who want to be supportive, that it's just like what happened with us, with us lifting us, our our cafe. Thought there would be enough of us as members understanding that we need to support this because if we don't support this, how can we expect others to? And if we don't support it, it will die. And that's what happened. Us lifting us took a tremendous hit. You know? And for those of us who worked hard in it, who put a lot of sweat equity into making it happen, who worked there, you know, I'm not no barista, (laughs) but I tried my best to put in time to make it happen for the for the brothers and sisters you know just didn't happen and that and the restaurant that moved in there they still they're going strong you know you think that a cooperative of people who put money collectively together would do better than you know an individual yeah i guess i guess not 
Yeah. So one of the um, magazines that uh, Final Call's new paper that the brothers show, uh, sold me was <laughs> back last month in July. Interesting articles always. Locking, lying and locking up children. If you don't remember this particular story, this was some judges who were paid to incarcerate all these youth, to fill up these prisons. And and because, as you know, the prison industrial complex is for profit. It's for profit. They are private prisons for profit. And they needed prisoners. And so these so-called juvenile delinquents, when they come up before these, in Pennsylvania, these particular judges, they would get sentenced heavy. You know, get sentenced for a year or two or whatever and extended. And these judges were paid. When a kid is in a stuffy interrogation room being grilled by adults, they're scared and are more likely to say whatever it is they think the officer wants to hear to get themselves out of that situation regardless of the truth. And you know it. And you know it. And that's what was happening. And these young men, Caucasian, Latino, American, African, you know it, were put in these prisons. And some of these prisons, even for the young men, just like some of the prisons for the older, they make products. They make furniture. They sew clothes. I mean, it used to be the joke was, you know, pressing lights and places like Richard Pryor and his routine. Well, I'm going to get a job pressing lights and plates because I'm a license plate pressing. <laughs> you know. Nah. But they, I'm quite sure they still make license plates in prison and industrial laundry for uh, some of the institutions. I'm quite sure they might still do that. But they, they began to have um, they began to have you know, other private pra- pro- projects, you know. You know, I used to, when I used to tell the kids, I used to work with young people, I used to work with, I say it would work like this, you know, here you had a job, you know, and you was making money. You you have mortgage, you have car note, you have kids getting ready to go to school. But the company that you work for, that your father worked for, you know, because of competition or whatever, they decided they're not making the profits that they used to make. And so now they're going to close the company. You know? Because a prison moved in and they were contacted by the prison about products that the prison is willing to make. And the prison said to that company, yeah, we can make that product. We can make that product. And, and uh, you know, the prison is about what? Making money. So the prison says, I can make that product. Okay, how much does it, you, does it cost you to make that product? $12. Oh, well, you know, we can do it for eight. You know, we'll make that product for you for eight. Now, of course, you're saving $4 and you're paying an eight, you know. And, and 
so the, the, the prison is making that product for at least $6 because the other $2 is for you being incarcerated and other you know stuff you eat and so forth. So the prison makes money. Everybody makes money except your ass. And so they closed the prison. So now here you are. You mad as hell. You buy some other cats that you work with. You buy the house. And y'all talking and so forth. You're getting blasted. You know, fight breaks out. And, you know, the cops are called. And you have a, a, a record, you know, because there was some disturbances that you had before, you know, because you got hot temper. They put you in jail. And already put you in prison because you like a three strikes, that was your third strike. And now you're in prison doing the same thing. You was on the outside making $15 an hour, $12 an hour. Now you in prison making two, making one. It's happened. That's happened. This is the evil system. I can't, I say it every time. I'm consistently saying it I will consistently say it because the only solution for us I dread you to Inye say something saying we cannot reform this the only solution for us is independence self-determination liberation and sovereignty brothers and sisters you know the model of this program the logo the model of this program the model is pan-african myth Pan-Africanism or perish, unify or die. I know there are some people who don't believe that. I know you can, you know, I, I'm, I'm secure in my own world. I, I got properties. I, I, you know, I give to this and that and another. I'm doing fine. I'm doing well. And some of those people are doing even better than that. You know, there's a good section of our people that are doing well in this system. They love it. They're proud to be in it. Oh, we got to take a break. We're going to take a break. But of course, when we come back, we'll talk about more of some articles that are in the final call, final call newspaper. Hope that when you see the brothers on the corner, you know, selling bean pies, you know, I'm going to tell you, if you're in Chicago and you get a chance to get the Supreme Bean Pie, <laughs> if you don't want to get it, that's on you. But man, to me, the supreme bean pie out of Chicago is the bomb. You know, I had to admit that it's been a couple of times I ate a whole damn pie. Because <laughs> it's that good. It's that good. It tastes just like sweet potato pie. And it does. It's just, you know, some of the ingredients, you know. But yeah. So, brothers and sisters, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, We'll talk more about the final call on the second day of September. And uh, I'm glad that many of you joined us last month for Black August. Appreciate that. You're listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. We'll be right back. You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshi on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, 
hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com.
You are listening to Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at timeforanawakening.com. Welcome back, brothers and sisters. Once again, you're listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. That piece was also known as jazz. It says down to the bone, but I don't know. Yeah, I just heard it. You know, I, I got that app on my phone. It was played on on the, on the jazz station here, coming out of uh, Clark College, uh, um, Clark Atlanta College here here in uh, Atlanta, the jazz station, ninety one point one. And so I got that Shazam app. So if I hear something I like, I turn it on, activate it, and put it to the radio, put the speaker, and it will tell me what the cut is. You know, who the author is in the cut. Don't give you the the year, which I wish it would do that, but hey, can't have everything. <laughs> this is African Perspective. We're here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And other programming we have here on Time for an Awakening Media on Tuesdays, Black Reality Think Tank with Dr. William Rogers from 8 to 10. And then on Friday, if it's Friday and it's 7 p.m., excuse me, if it's Friday and it's 8 p.m., it's time for an awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard. On Saturdays from 7 to 9, the Sankofa Elders Council. And then once again on Sunday at 7 p.m. on Sunday, time for an awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard. And the number to call is 215-490-9832. 215-490-9832. Yeah. Before I get back to the final call, um, yeah, I watched some tennis. And of course, watched Serena first time she won and then she won the other night and so she has a really big match coming up and <laughs> even though she played yesterday she played she got a match the matches today she played yesterday evening with her sister Venus they lost she lost you know but uh, it was great it was cool and she may lose tonight who knows but if she to me if she gets close and I hope that she does. And honestly, I hope that she wins it. And then I hope she really retires. And maybe because she wins it, like, I want to keep on going. Nah, just go ahead and retire. You won in the 1990s. You won the U.S. Open in the 1990s, 19-year-old. You know, you won in the 90s. You won in 2000s. The 2010s. And now the 2020s. <laughs> it's yes, dear. You are in, in that pantheon of the GOAT, the greatest of all time. No doubt about it. I'm down with uh, Jalen Rose. Don't talk about Mount Rushmore because that was stolen from my indigenous people. Okay, so ain't no damn Mount Rushmore. Who is your top five? That's your top five. That's your top five. Or whoever, top four, whoever. But don't even invoke the name of. I I just hate what these Caucasians have done. I I mentioned that the other day about Africa. You know, what was the falls before they the Europeans named it Victoria Falls before colonization? What were other countries named before they had that? You know, yeah. The final call. before the most current paper is the Joshua Generation, Cal, Cal, 
<clears throat> cultivating and inspiring the next generation of fearless freedom fighters for our people and why it matters. And I agree. I agree, but hard to, you know, to say that and see that because a lot of these cats, men and women, they, they succumb to what America's about. Individualism, materialism, greed, and violence. Individualism, materialism, greed, and violence. Yeah. And so, you know, passing the torch of preparing future generations for leadership, I would like that to be the case. And I think not just the nation, of I would like a cadre of leadership to prepare the next generation. Brothers and sisters who have understanding of government, brothers and sisters who have understanding of industry and so forth, preparing our young brothers and sisters. Because I, I don't want you preparing them for leaders to get jobs and beg Caucasians for jobs or begging Caucasians to get into their schools. I want you to prepare leadership for independence, for self-determination, for liberation, and for sovereignty. I want you to prepare men, prepare men and women who understand that and will never, never compromise that there ain't a damn thing that the Caucasian or the European the cracker the Uruga can say that make me change my mind about having my own now of course you know that's very difficult to have your own here because you know if you're here you're in this environment you're subject and if you ain't doing what they want you to do Either the, you are gone or they'll kill you. <laughs> They've proven they, they'll do that. They'll kill you. It'll make them look like you did it yourself. Or some other entities or just I'll outdo it. Yeah, the government did it. Yeah. If you want to get in this conversation, give me a, I got a, a number of you are on the queue already, so just hit star twice. Hit star twice. Let me know that you want to, you got a question or a comment or a concern. It is Friday, the 2nd of September as the year is winding down. Yeah, man, huh? The year is winding down. So, and and once again, for I, I don't know about, you know, there's other parts of, this, of, of the United States where September you know, signals there's a change in the weather, but not here. It's it's going to be hot all the way up until October. So here in Atlanta, in this southeast region, it's going to still be hot. And of course, you know, global warming does have something to do with it. You know, so if you want to uh, get in on the conversation, hit star twice or give us a call at 215-490-9832. 215-490-9832. You know. <laughs> Another headline. Whites continue shedding mask of civility and targeting attacks, threats on American Africans. Yeah, they don't give a damn. They're, they're emboldened. The poison doctrine of... Euro See, I don't call it white supremacy, as you know, if you listen to this program. I call it European, Caucasian, extremism, racism, and privilege. 
I do use racism, even though I, I say all the time there's no such thing as race, but Europeans created the concept of race. They did that. So I include that within my description of them. Racism. Because there is no such thing as race. There's only one race, the human race, of which African people are the fathers and mothers of. But the European created that stratification, giving themselves the top position with everybody else at a lower position with us as African or deeply melanated people at the lowest position. If you are deeply melanated, if you are dark skinned, wherever you are on the damn planet, you are most discriminated. You are shunned. You are humiliated. You're denied. You could you can go to places where there's a lot of us who are in that position. But when you look at the newspaper, the magazines, television, billboards, commercials, you swear for God, we ain't there. Brazil is one of them. Brazil. And there are more Africans in Brazil than any country except Nigeria. The Philippines. That's right, the Philippines and other Southeast Asian uh, countries where there are melanated people. No, they're not in uh, advertisement. They're not on TV. And if they are on TV, that's right. They're in subservient positions. They serving somebody. And of course, in the final call, they're definitely, you know, talking about the vaccinations, you know, to do, not to get the vaccine, you know. As, as, as of course, if you listen to this program, I have told people not to get it or to get it. What I have said is if you feel you need to get it, then that's your choice. If you feel, no, you shouldn't get it, that's your choice. But get the information. And what I have detested about the pushing of the vaccine is they never offered an alternative. There is no alternative. It's vaccination. And that's it. Get the vaccination. That's it. No. There's no diet. There's no vitamin. Nothing. Vaccination. That's it. And of course, others have proved that wrong. There are alternatives. That of course, for many of us, like myself, you know, those who pushed the the vaccines, they were down with depopulation. You know? Bill Gates, Melinda Gates, Fauci. They're down. I mean, I've hated Fauci for many years, since the 80s, dealing with uh, HIV and AIDS. Because for me, there was no doubt that the drug was created in Fort Detrick's, Maryland. No doubt. There was documentation on it. There were other people who were talking about it on television. A brother named Zara Miles was on Phil Donahue's show along with Dr. Strecker talking about it. Next thing you know, Phil Mi- uh, Zara Miles is dead. So I put nothing past. Believe me, if there's a conspiracy, like in the next few days, uh, the 9-11 thing's going to come up. 
and the 9-11 is an inside job. There's nothing that this society can make me believe that it is not. I know uh, some years later that uh, Popular Mechanics magazine and, and some other things tried to make it seem that this is how this shit happened. No. No. If one thing in a capitalistic society that proves something what one way or the other is to do what, family? Follow the money. Follow the money. If there's one thing that can prove something one way or the other is you follow the money. 215-215-554. Good afternoon. Bye-bye, Oshi. How's my brother? I'm doing well. How you doing, man? How you been? Brother, they couldn't beat me if I gave them the diagram. <laughs> well, good to hear brother. from you, dear brother. Yeah, good to hear you from you. I'll be listening, but, you know, I wait for stuff that's pretty much my topic and, you know, all the other stuff I'll let everyone else talk about. You have some good uh, callers and, yeah. you know, everybody's opinionated and, uh, you know. Well, I appreciate uh, you. Like yeah, I appreciate you always yeah. listening and contributing, man. So, you know, whenever you can, that's cool. And I know you do tell others, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. And what I do is I like to uh, practice what I preach. So whenever mm -hmm. you don't hear from me, it's because I'm on the field. Right. And I'm making changes person to person mm -hmm. and having conversations with people who I thought knew most of this stuff, but they really don't. It goes to show how mm -hmm. sheltered we are. Mm -hmm. And as I had a conversation mm -hmm. with a 78 year old friend of mine, and I mean, I'm telling him stuff, and he's like, no, it's not. It's not true. Obama did. Obama's up. He's a black I'm, I got to break this stuff down. And yeah, tears right. And tell them. Right. And I said, you need to turn away from MSNBC. He said, this is the channel, channel 6, channel 10. Mm. I said, those are the channels you need to brighten your horizon by looking at stuff that they tell you not to look at. Right. That way you can have two sides. And I gave an example. If someone came up to me and told me about somebody, I can't just take whatever they said. I'd have to meet that person and find out for myself. Right. So that's the same idea you would use now on the, the subject that you're talking about now. That, that is my pet peeve. I've been in, like I said, in research for so long. I've told so many people about that, the AIDS thing and this uh, rat-faced uh, demon Fauci. I mean, I have stuff shirts that I wear, arrest Fauci, all of this stuff, man, and people look at me <laughs> okay. qu uh, quizzically, and then I spark up a conversation everywhere I'm at, and I tell people, you know, you pull your mask down to smoke a cigarette, and then you pull your mask up, then you pull your mask down, then you eat. All of that bacteria is a Petri dish, and what you're doing is you're making, oh, no, no, I'm, I'm all right, I'll be okay, and then when they get sick, they don't know why they're sick, and they don't know all these issues, but as you stated, it's plain sight, but others will not open their eyes because they believe the person right. that does not look like you is telling them the truth, mm -hmm. even though history proves They're that they have been experimenting with mm -hmm. The father of gynecology used specifically black women yes. so he can use his methods on white women. Right. And I, I try to explain this stuff. And I'm telling you, informed consent is the main factor to anything that you give somebody. That's why they have those commercials that say, uh, 
By the way, your butthole may fall out. You might grow an extra <laughs> lip, and your underarms may grow extra hair down to your legs. And they say, That's well, right. you're a dolphin. <laughs> but with this genetic code injection, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which was not made to stop anything but to change your genetic makeup and search out the God gene, most people who have taken that shot feel lonely. They feel they cannot connect to God anymore. Mm. And I explained to them because that was it was made for that. But if you believe solely in the Almighty, nothing man can do can stop your connection to him. Mm-hmm. Secondly, this Fauci guy has been killing people, like you said, since age. And like right. you said, 1960, they provided money for an infectious disease for biowarfare. Exactly. Like said, they appropriated the money in Congress. I mean, the information is there. They, they develop it's there. And the results are there. But, you know, you don't want to see that because you've been trained not to look at that. You know, you've been trained you know, not to and, question. And, and that's what hurts me most is because I can tell the people this. And I'm telling people right now, if they tell you, take this shot, there's no insert, and I like I told my niece and everyone else who who decide, oh I gotta get the shot. I got you don't have to do anything, but you know stay black and whatever. So you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But she goes and they get the shot. I said, now did you sign something? Yeah, I signed something. I said, did you look at what you signed? No, no, I didn't have time because I said, well, you just signed your life away because you can't sue for anything. You just right. made them unlawful right. for anything that they've done to you. Exactly. And I said, did you get your insert? No. Well, on the insert, anyway, that you would have got would have been blank. That's informed consent. They're mm-hmm. supposed to tell you before you take the shot. You know you don't have to take the shot. This may happen, this and this and that down the line, because when they say side effects, that doesn't mean today. It doesn't mean next week. Right. It doesn't mean next month or next year. It right. could be your entire life that these side effects can come up and get you. Mm-hmm. But I feel, like I said, so alone about talking to this stuff. Most of my friends now call me a Republican. <laughs> And I said, well, you know, I said, you know, let me explain something to you. If I've never voted Republican, how am I Republican? Well, you're leaning Republican. Leaning? I'm standing straight up. What the hell are you talking about? I said, you vote democratically. I said, I am not a Republican, Republican, or a stupid Democrat. Oh, they got mad. You trying to say that I'm dumb? Understand that you vote any way they tell you to. That's right. And you're voting and talking about. I'm telling you, I had a long conversation with people. And all they kept bringing up was Trump, 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 Trump. I said, listen, Trump is out of office. The man in office is a pedophile, took your freedoms, and just now raped your great-grandchildren mm. with this BBB 666 Build Back Better plan. Mm. They just told you that your breathing is killing the world. And you still side with the Democrats. Yeah. They just told you your farts is killing the world. Mm-hmm. They just announced 200,000 people died from the vaccine. But I got people calling me up. Well, we say about this, uh, uh, what do they call this, uh, uh, abortion. They said all these women are dying from abortion. I said they're dying from the shots. And I said they're giving people pills that that you take for abortion that also kill people, Mm -hmm. but they're not telling you that. So -hmm. you're following everything that these Democrats tell you because you're afraid to turn the channel. So my brother, this is going to be a tedious battle because we're down to the wire when they passed that BBB bill mm-hmm. and signed over all the rights to the to the who 
it's now individual yep. rights and fights. The you world stand health up organization. And fall down. Yeah. And to me, so God bless you, brother. And to me, you know, you're, uh, you're welcome, dear brother. ABCT, appreciate you, man. God bless. Appreciate you out there. Peace to you. Peace. That brother's on the case. He's been on the case. He's going to stay on the case, you know, and appreciate him. I mean, there's a lot of, of our people who have, uh, oh, my man, Research 404, 404. Research West, brothers and sisters. Yes, sir. Yes, How sir. How you doing? You Ran on time, man. You hoo I'm still, I'm still in a kind of melancholy mood. I agree with my man right there, man. You know, yeah. we give all yeah. the information to our people, and then it's up to them, man. Yeah. That's a listen, West. West, it's all uh, we can do. Yes, sir. It's all we can do. We try. Yeah. To, that's why I tried to be as factual as I can be, presenting multiple sides, hoping that you ingest this and do some research yourself. Or give your yeah. ass a call, give Research Press a call, because maybe he done done it already yes, and hip you to it and make an intelligent decision. I didn't say that, that uh, uh, no, you shouldn't get the shot. I didn't say you should get the shot. I said, you know, research it for yourself. Let your conscience be your guide. I didn't get the damn shot. People in my family got the shot. They mad at me because I didn't get the shot. You know? Yeah. I know, I know the feeling, man. Cause uh, I got a friend of mine. She just passed it this morning, but something about her liver. Cause she used to drink, and last time I saw her, a couple of years ago, she wasn't drinking. So she was in hospital. So uh, I don't know if she got that jab or not, man. But this stuff crazy, man. Yeah, well, I'm sorry to hear. And, uh, sorry to hear that, brother. And, yeah. and, and, yes, sir. And, and now look at what they doing to the damn uh, uh, Wellstone gonna leave downtown, man. I'm mm-hmm. trying to get more houses yeah. by that hospital, man. Yeah, that, God that, forbid we have some kind of traumatic. That event. hospital is needed. Well, that that yes, hospital sir. over there is, is is needed. It really is. When you look at it, I mean, yes. Uh, in, in fact, uh, I heard somebody say, "Well, you know what? The other hospitals should." Uh, uh, it used to be Atlanta, Atlanta Emergency or whatever it was, and now Wellstar has. And I've been there. In fact, I've been there since it's been Wellstar. It's a lot better. When I went there some years ago when I had my knee surgery on both knees, you know, and I was taking those opioids, opioid constipation is real. <laughs> shit, shit. Mm-hmm. And, and I was there, I was there for 12, damn near 12 hours from 10 to 10 trying to get relief from that situation. But of course, that's not a big priority. I understand that. But still, I was treated like, you know, I mean, like I didn't have insurance and I got good insurance, you know, mm-hmm. out in the hallway. On a gurney, man. But anyway, that hospital is needed. Yes, and so one uh, proposal uh-huh. I heard: okay, have a Grady take a, a, a floor, have a, a, a yeah. you know Emory take a floor, you know, uh, mm-hmm. you know that that kind of thing. Oh. So Piedmont take a floor. So in essence, that hospital can be open there and 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 and, and funded. And it's because it's necessary in that immediate area right there, because that's an area of mixture of those with decent wealth and those who ain't got shit, you know. So that yeah, plus it's a trauma one center, man. You know mm-hmm. that case something yeah. happened at the airport. Or yeah, these food pull out, mash you. But see, you forgot one group. I would love to see more house take the whole damn yeah. thing, man. Yeah, you know, that'd be nice to see. Yeah, I'm a patient at more house. Yeah. Man. I would love to see our folks run down, take that whole facility, man. Yeah, that'd be nice, man. Because when I that'd was that'd be at, nice, man. Because when I went to Grady for the, my situation, uh, the doctors that were looking after me were Morehouse. There were Morehouse mm-hmm. doctors. Yeah, I'd agree with you. Yeah, 
you know, and, and a lot of us so, student, a lot of a Morehouse uh, 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 doctors in training, you know. So I'd agree with I agree up. with you. Mm-hmm. So, I, so you know, when I, I call happens. my doctor uh, next week, Monday, for my appointment, I'm going to make sure to tell them mm-hmm. to what they can mm-hmm. to get that facility, man. Everything, all the logistics and everything set up, man. All they mm-hmm. got to do is take the name off and move in the building, I think. You know what I mean? I think that'll be good, man. Just take the name off, move on in the building. They got all the beds, 400 beds, everything set up. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. move on in, man. So we yeah. can at least say we got something close to something, man. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, right. Well, hey, what you think about that song, man? Last Forward, say, Before the White Man, man. That's beautiful. Yeah, man. You, you yeah. You that song? Oh, yeah. I appreciate that, brother. Thank you. Oh, the, I love I love the last poets. I, I, you know, that's that's part of my conscious raising uh, beginnings, man. That's my conscious mm-hmm. raising beginning. You know, I, I was memorizing. In fact, I did a poetry night. You know, <laughs> with the, with the last poet. Night descends as the sunlight ends, and black comes back to blend again. And with the death yeah. of the sun, night and blackness become one. Blackness being you peeping through the red, the white, and the blue, dreaming of boss black civilization that once flourished and grew. Hey, wake up, nigga, or we all through. Drowning in a puddle of the white man's spit as you pause for some draws in the midst of shit and you ain't got nothing to save your old funky ass with, you cool fool. Sipping around a menthol cigarette around midnight, rapping about how the big apple's out of sight when you ain't never had a bite. Who you fooling? Me? You? Wake up, niggas, or we all through. I know that's right. <laughs> right on. Right on, man. Oh, yeah, for the those that uh, want to know, I think... Uh, uh, Sister Ava Mohammed, uh, Janaza gonna be tomorrow at, uh, okay. 11 o'clock, see it, uh, Central Time, and I think 12 o'clock Eastern Time, and you just go to the NOI yeah. website, man. That's what I hear, man. Okay. For those yeah. that want to see that. I know I got the, once again, I'm, uh, that's my program today is the, is the final call. And, uh, mm-hmm. and I got the latest final call announcing, uh, Sister Ava's passing and that pertinent man. So, appreciate it. One more thing. It was sure. nice to hear my man Franklin Jones bring it on home. Franklin oh, yeah. Jones, you know what time here. Oh, yeah. Too, man. Yeah, but Franklin got, Jones man. is on, man. I see all this stuff coming to an end. And like I said, once we get our business mind, like the NOI, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, uh, uh, you and I start businesses because Marcus Garvey had businesses. Yeah. Because we, we, we stuck on doing what I, I, I folks said. We, we can recite them beautiful, line for line. But you got to do what they did, man. Do what they yeah. did. They left the blueprint. All the blueprints said, man. Yeah. Well, and, you know, and, uh, what's uh, unfortunate, yeah. here here in this so-called place of Atlanta, there are many people think it's like a Wakanda. It's no damn Wakanda. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we have more of our oh. brothers and sisters, uh, you know, who just work for somebody and give their mm-hmm. money to the same people, the same shit. Even in, in their immediate community, there's Indians, there's Arabs, you know, there's Koreans. Yeah. You know, everybody got a story that's with us. And, you know. Yes, sir. I want to uh, give a shout out. Remember, you used to have a problem about the water boy selling water uh-huh. and, and jacking each other. Right. Well, some of them, a couple of them started a group. They own business downtown. They got a house where they making uh, what you call that? That that, that ice that, that that where you put uh, juice over the ice. Okay. With ice cold. Oh yeah, yeah. Cone, oh yeah, they the crushed ice, the crushed ice, and they, you know, like ice cream cones. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah ice man. cones. Just that's cool. They're doing their own thing, man. That's well, what I'm talking about, man. Yeah. It's innovative, man. That's what yeah. we can do. We can do it. ingenuity. Man. I'm trying to get somebody to go in with business with me. Mm-hmm. Well, we just 
like a plastics man. Just all this plastic laying around, man. Because Georgia don't have that recycling law, man. Some states where you can bring your plastic in, they'll give you money for it. So I'm trying to get somebody that's no about better than me. But we could just start picking up plastics and recycling or selling to the recycle place, man. That's a business. Wait to happen, man. I told you, one yeah. man crisis is another man uh, uh, opportunity, man. There you go. So I want to just do something. Right. I'm putting Take it out there when we do something. Somebody, and it got to be black, man. Me and the black. Because yeah. I ain't that hey. That's, that's what right. I'm about, man. That's right. I mean, the UNIA support, or none of them. Support us. Look at, uh, look at, yeah, yeah. Look at uh, the way that used to be a group called, what's that, One Million uh, Black Voters and, and, right. and whatever. You heard that group right. Yeah, I remember that. And look that. at them, man. I, now, I, I had I was getting ready to join them, man. Mm-hmm. But they got, uh, but look at him, man. You got, they they, they found him, Mr. Jim Klingman, sitting in, he got MS or something, man, a Parkinson. And he got a, a GoFundMe account, man. You mean one million black conscious voters and all that can't take care of Jim Cleaver, man? I know Jim Cleaver right out of, out of Cincinnati. Yeah, I met yeah, I, I, I met the brother many years ago. Yeah, back in the nineties. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one yeah. one million conscious voters, blah blah blah. They can't send a dollar a month or something to help out. Mr. Yeah, it's King. pathetic, man. It's sad. Know, man. it's sad. It's sad on our account, but you, you know, once again, I look at what we're in. What we're the environment in the situation that we're in is not ours. And you think individually. You don't think collectively. They want. They never want you to think collectively because once you think collectively, you are unified. And once that unification happens, it's over for they ass, and they know it. But as long as I keep mm-hmm. you thinking, you know, you this is just as much yours as it is theirs. That you know that yep. uh, uh, you can be a part of this shit too. No, no. I agree, won't happen. I agree, man. That's all what, right. All right, brother. Words. That's that's why I say keep your fist ball up and not, I don't fight argue with now my brother and sister. Right. I say, whatever you say, that's a good piece of blessing. I love you, man. You I too, dear brother. I let somebody talk. I put myself on mute, man. All right. Stay black every day. All right, brother. Research West. Thank you. Appreciate you, man. Peace. Yeah, Research West. You know. Yeah. Sister, sister Ava. Uh, in fact, I was listening to Carl Nelson coming out of Washington, D.C., he's syndicated in the morning. You can get him if you, just like if you go to this radio program on, um, and uh, uh, what you call, tell you how you get on it, you know. And, you know, uh, on tune in, and tune in, and, um, that radio station is W O L B. W O L B. And uh, 10 o'clock, he goes off Eastern Time. I think he's from 7 to 10. Last week, he had Tony Browder on. He had uh, uh, Jerome, Dr. Jerome Fox, addicted to white, the oppressed in the league with the oppressor, in a shamed alliance. <laughs> I love that. I'm serious. I love that title. Addicted to white, the oppressed in a in a in, in a league in league with the oppressor in a shame based alliance. It is a damn shame that we are lying with these Caucasians doing what they have done to us, knowing what they have done to us, knowing what they even have in store for us. But yet, 
we're addicted to them. Man. Good article here too of dealing with Fauci and Bill Gates, Linda Gates and so forth, Eli Lilly. What did they know and when did they know it concerning, you know, Oh, my good brother. How you doing? That's right. Give me uh, three, 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 four, three, three, four. Hey, peace and blessings, brother Oshi. How are you? Hey, brother Lust, brother Ted Lust. How you been, man? I'm all right. I, I loved your piece that you uh, you uh, you chimed out there. I didn't know that you had that poet inside you like that. <laughs> I really don't, <laughs> but <laughs> but I love the last poets, and 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 I memorize a lot of the the pieces from way back in the seventies, you know, uh, and and then uh, they had uh, some two good brothers in Milwaukee, brother Kwamanon Anton Nixon, and and brother uh, Moheb Dyer, two outstanding poets. They're known, they're nationally known, and 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 uh, Kwa used to have this poetry night, and and he asked me, I said okay. You know, because I would come up there and I said, I'll, I'll, I'll do something. I'll do something from the last poets, you know. And so, yeah, <laughs> so that's the Very one I, I brought out. Man. Yeah. Uh, what I wanted to, to, to point out, you know, sometimes um, one of the reasons I think that we as a people uh, can't really progress as much as we should be doing now, mm-hmm. I think there's something that's happening in the very basic fabric of what we call family mm. and so mm. even mm-hmm. within that basic unit structure um man woman and of course uh, everyone is creating their own definitions of family right especially uh, here yeah, in this country for some godforsaken reason sure but but I'm, I'm really concerned about those who are consciously aware um, of the basic what we call family the man woman children mm. um etc within the single unit there is a dynamic that's happening within them, all right? And and so when you see the man pulling left and the woman pulling right and the children going uh, every which way, that in and of itself, is you can almost kind of, I think, track what's happening to us as people because of what's happening within the family unit. Right. And so how is it, the question that I ask is how is it that there can be a reunification of mm. family, particularly the black family. Now, yes. I know that there's a conference in the there's the the, the Institute of the Black Family Structure. I think they're mm. they're out of uh, Lexington, Kentucky. Uh, University of Louisville mm. um, has a conference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really wish I could go to one of those mm-hmm. to see what is the kind and type of dynamic uh, that's happening, or what are the things that are going on. Uh, so much so that it has to be a reunification of us at the very basic family level. Um, and, and when you have um, single-headed uh, households by sisters, mm-hmm. and no disrespect, but because they're doing what they have to, they have to do right. in order to continue their work. Um, and then you know, brothers are, are doing their best um, to raise their young daughters and or uh, sons, so you have the everyone's going five thousand different directions, right? And I just wonder um, what can be done 
to to reconstitute ourselves and thus reconstitute the society right. or, or, or other people. Well, the problem, of course, is what we're in. That's why I consistently say that. This environment is not conducive to family. This environment perpetuates individualism. It doesn't perpetuate uh-huh. coming together as a family unit. And one other thing is that uh, those who run the society understand and know that the strongest unit for African people is the family. So if I can disrupt that, if I can fragment that, if I can make them not understand and know that uh, they, they, they need each other, black men and black women need each yeah. other, you know, yeah. and, and, and that's the strongest unit. And so it's, that's why it's not happening. You know, I remember watching um, Love Connection. Love Connection. And the ones who had a problem having a love connection the most was us. Uh You know, was us. And then I, so instead of watching it, uh, as I did at one time, as, you know, for entertainment, because it's it's not entertaining when black men and black women are going at each other in a, in a, 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 a national forum and being exposed and being ignorant. But, you know, it's sad. It is sad. And is, and look at the results. You know, 40, 50 years ago, 70, 75% of, 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 of families were together. A American African man and his woman were together. The family uh-huh. was together. Today, Less than 30. Most of the children born are born to a sister where the man is not present. You know? And so, you know, and then you look at the situation for sisters. It is deplorable. You know, their chances, you know, people, I remember this one sister said, well, don't come here to Atlanta. (laughs) You've got too many sisters here. You know, without, without, without men, when you have the factors of homosexuality, which is very prevalent here for male and okay. females, you know. Okay. More monkey men than you can imagine. Uh, yes, it is, Jay. You know, more, homosexuality, uh, um, going outside of the culture, outside of being who we are as African people, particularly for our men, going with white women, Latinos or whatever, you know, drug abuse, drug addiction, you know, mass incarceration. And then some uh-huh. of them just some of them just plain ain't shit. When you get those factors, it's ve- the, the the availability of eligible good men. Because there was a sister one time says, "Where are the men? Where are the men?" It is a rhetorical question, but she's saying I that I've seen them, but where are the real men for eligibility for marriage? Where are the men for help dealing with and supporting family? Where are the men who help leading in communities? And this was said. Uh-huh. About forty some years ago, and it is ex- it has been exacerbated today that these cats don't you know, step to the fore. So it's I agree. I I would love to be there with you, and when you pose that question to that group, and and find out what could be their solutions. But my maintain the real problem is what we're living in. It is not conducive. Uh-huh. It doesn't support it. You know. But you know. Go ahead, Jay. <laughs> You know, you know, you know, the one thing that we don't understand is that those outside of our group 
don't have the understanding of what culture is. So now think about it. 90% of black people don't have no idea, no clue of what culture is. So when you talk about family, they can't put it in context of culture. So whereby if you can't put it in context of culture, then you have this destabilizing, as one would say, entity that produces what we have moving forward. Now, people say, nah, you, 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 what you call them, you wrong, you wrong, you wrong. But I'm telling you, 90% of black people don't understand what culture is. And if you think I'm lying, just arbitrarily ask them. And they won't be able to really put it together what the essence of culture is. They may say one or two things, but they won't be able to connect it that culture is part of everything. You know what I mean? So whereby if you don't understand the basic structure of family, which begins with mother, father, children, grandparents, aunts, uncles, cousins, and further down, then you're not going to get it. Because at that point in time, you don't know how to respect your family structure. So whereby you just don't do right by them. And that's the problem that one of those elements is causing at this time, because if we're going to be honest, our family unit is not what it was 30 years ago. And one of the things that was the cause of it was these drugs, which absolutely destroyed the family unit because you lost one of the elements of the family structure to drugs, which was the mother and the father which whereby had to change the role of the grandparent. Who remember, the grandparent was always there as an emergency caregiver and nurturer and teacher. She was never fully responsible for the child unless it was a certain circumstance. She was seen as the head of the family, and then you would take care of Big Mama, as they say, and Big Mama would part her wisdom. Once that drug thing happened, you have families now being so totally disabled that the grandmother had to come in and and totally deal. And Jay, because when they looked at Big Mama or Papa, he was a lot of times in the house with them. Okay? They didn't send him to old folks' home. They didn't send him out. He was right there. Right. She was right there. Has a has a continuation of that unit and the respect that the parent the parents of those children give to their to their parents. A model to so you can show that this is a continuation of family. Yeah, not, so that whole thing what, has been fragmented. That's what we suffer from. Yeah. That's one of the key that's one of the key elements that the white man has done to us. 
See, because the white man has always destroyed the the, the family. If you notice, know mm-hmm. you know that was the first thing that he did was disable the family, not allow there to be a family, to brutalize and torture the family, to always let it be known that I'm the owner of the family and I will do whatever, whatever one deems that they mm-hmm. feel like doing. It's like yeah. I was talking with a cousin of mine last night and the crazy Negro had the nerve to say something about the black man and the black woman. And I had to check her right quick and say, how could you ever make that equation based on what the white man has done to the black woman? Ain't no black man never done to the black woman what the white man's right. done right. to the, to, to the black to woman the, exactly. on this earth. Exactly. The consistent, you know, the constant so fear and rape. If you rape. don't understand context of what's going on in the family structure, then you have the family unit well, well, listen, today. But listen, Jay, It's not hold like on. it was 30 right. years ago, Oshie. Yeah. Here's something that we should contemplate and understand, and uh, Brother Luss, Brother Ted here. Once again, the wisdom of the NEA Sasim and the narrative of Baba Barudi. A mother is not to be compared with any other person. She is incomparable. The Mongol the proverb, African proverb. Regardless of who else is involved, the mother is the immediate consultant, the immediate protective presence. Whatever happens to the child, all eyes first turn to the mother. As a new, inexperienced, dependent, and vulnerable student in the world, the child clings to her mother. She walks half within the, and half out, she walks half within and half outside of her shadow, never reaching too far into the unprotected unknown. The child understands that there is no limits in this world to the power of her mother's love as long as the hem of her lupa skirt is within reach. This proximity ensures the mother of her primacy role, her primary role and responsibility as first teacher. The father, who is equally responsible for the health and welfare of the child, is the much broader communal security umbrella. His presence gives a child a reassuring feeling of having her or him protection extended beyond the mother's reach to the physical boundaries of the community and even possibly beyond. It is in this presence which allows the child to feel physically and psychologically comfortable enough to play, learn, and work, obviously, and oblivious to fear. The mother that once provided an internal womb for her new growth is now extends her protective arm of influence out out far enough to shield the child to whatever distance she can comfortably gaze and quickly reach. Has she, has he did for, uh, uh, for the mothers before during and after pregnancy, the father now also does it for the child and children. He safeguards their communal womb. Affirm, our mothers are incomparable. We have developed no security for our for men to protect the women. They have shirked that responsibility. And many sisters, as you said, Jay, particularly because of drugs, have shirked their responsibility where grandma now has to raise uh, an, another generation of children. 
So, once again, the European in his system of dominance and control is anathetic to family, particularly for us, because they recognize it is the unit of family that is most necessary for African life to continue. That is historic. And so whatever they can do, you know, to keep you looking uh, individually for material things, clothes, cars, and, 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 and also putting males and females as objects. There's no, there's no uh, sensitivity, there's no c- concern. You just, uh, you just, you just, what's between your legs. Go ahead. Go ahead, Oshi, uh, Go ahead Brother I'm Lass. sorry, because uh, after what you just read from the NEA Sensei, um, that uh, I often wonder whatever happened to Mother Wit. That, mm. that was, that was a, an idea that, a uh, concept of sorts that it, it was almost internally mm-hmm. built in right. to, to the woman. And, and so, you don't see that. You don't see women, uh, uh, sisters, uh, that have what they call mother wit right. anymore. No, but the family number is stable. You mm-hmm. gotta, you gotta be able to be in a space to where, as you have the time to think in regards to what's going on around you. Most women today don't have the time to sit down and think, reflect, ponder, and do all of those necessary things to come up with some sense uh, of, of stability. They're too busy working to compete with black men and serve the Yoruba. That's why you don't have family structure. You don't, you don't have women staying home and nurturing the babies. I mean, just think about it. When we were developing in this last stage, as one would say, our growth period, women wasn't out there working like they are now. Mm -hmm. They were staying home, taking care of the family, and the father was out there working. Mm -hmm. It was a luxury if your mother was working, but she still was able to take care of the family because the burden wasn't the way that it is now. Today, if you got a mother and father together nine times out of ten, the mother is working. She not, she not, you know, right. staying home, no, taking she can't. care she of the kids, to. nurturing the kids. No, she so can't it's a whole to. different dynamic. Yeah. So you can't get mother with coming from somebody like that. That's why you had grandma who was home tending to the family and doing certain things that was expelling upon and nurturing. I had the cousin tell me last night, and I couldn't believe it, that her son, who, who, her, um, who our other cousin been living with for many years, his wife, his wife told her, told him that the mother couldn't come back. She had to now stay in the nursing home. Wow. Now, do you believe? Do you believe that this is this is his wife telling his mother, telling him that she can't come back? 
I mean, it's just crazy. And then going to use some Papa, Papa Mamie excuse about she was tired of, of the home attendants and people coming to the house because she was worried about getting COVID and all of that. You know, but hey, the son, the simp, the chump, the Christian fool, he went along with it. Mm. You couldn't do that, mine. Wow. I wouldn't allow that. I would never I abandon my mother. I would have never abandoned my mother. Yeah. But, Man, see, that, but see, that's why yeah. we have an element in our community that Negro Pee, that's a dangerous bastard. Mm-hmm. They're dangerous because basically everything that they about is your rulerism. Mm-hmm. And try to put a black face on. It's like those Negroes who always pushing that fraternity and sorority shit. Yeah, okay. some dangerous yeah. Negroes. Yeah. I don't even, I don't even deal with them. I bust them up every chance I get. And I always ask them the first fundamental question. I always ask them is, how are you going to rep somebody else's culture that your culture talk and allow it to be a dominant platform over your own? What the heck is wrong with you? Yeah. And they can't never, they can't never honor, they can't never answer that. Yeah. So once they can't answer that, it now becomes, do I want to play with them or do I want to just leave it alone? And as I'm getting older now, I don't have the patience that right. I used to. Well, I leave them alone. Walk away from them. That's yeah, right. leave them alone. Because you ain't gonna be able no. to um, school them. But you never put nobody else's culture. Before, well, that's our problem. That's our problem. Just as you said, Brother Jay, we don't know what our culture is. Brother uh, Brother Lust, got any questions, closing remarks? I'm about to get out of here. No, 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 I'm fine. Thank you, Brother Jay, for your interaction. I really appreciate you. Thank well, you, Brother Love, as always. I appreciate both of you, brothers, and all those in Research West, ABCT, my man, and, you know, Baba in Albuquerque. Appreciate all y'all who've called, all the sisters and brothers. You guys have a great and wonderful weekend. Be safe out there. Okay. We end this program okay, like we end okay. all of our programs with the words of Stephen Biko. The most potent weapon in the hands of the oppressor is the minds of the oppressed. This program is dedicated and committed to helping to free the African mind. But not just the M-I-N-D, but the M-I-N-E. Because under the feet of African people lies all of the resources that everybody wants think they can't do it out, and they sure in the hell don't want to pay for it. Brothers and sisters, you have a blessed and wonderful day. Have a great weekend. Enjoy yourself. Be safe. It's a Labor Day weekend. Shimhotep means go in peace. A Sante Sana means thank you. A BB Fahadier means our victorious destiny. Brothers and sisters, we will be victorious. Peace, family.